0: So right now, it's very en vogue to take the sort of presupposition that men and women are the same and that there are no inherent differences, and I think that leads to crazy-making. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Relationship Theory. I'm Tom Bilyeu, and today I'm joined by the lovely, talented, amazing inspiration to me and to so many, Lisa Bilyeu. Welcome to the show. (laughs) And today we're going to be talking about how on earth do you call out somebody, namely your partner, when they have a behavior that you don't like and want to stop? How do you call them out?
1: All right. So should I read the question? Do it. All right. How can you call out your partner on a behavior that you don't agree with or feel comfortable about?
0: So this comes down to what your value system is. I advise people to have a value system that is effective, meaning you have a goal. Your goal is to have a thriving relationship that lasts for a very long time. All right, so now we're talking about usefulness in that context. Um, To me, a critical value in terms of its usability is being really honest and transparent with the other person. And the reason that I believe that is, there are going to be times, one, trust is just everything, and then two, you need to be able to um, say something that they're not likely to believe and then believe you because so many times when it was really hard, you said that hard thing. So now just as a value, you should want to lead with what happens to be the right answer for the scenario when the person is doing something that... um, rubs you the wrong way and you want to see them get rid of. Okay, so that's the context. That's why I think people needed to do it. Now let's get into the how you do it. Um, one is to come into everything with deep humility. So you feel that what they're doing is the quote-unquote wrong thing, and that's how it feels. Like you see them doing it and it's like, how can they be doing that? Like if they saw, because you you don't even think if they saw the world the way that I see it, they would never do that. You just think, how can they do that? Right. Like this is so crazy. Because you, cause you think absurd. that
1: they see the world the same way you do so you don't consider Because
0: you confuse, you think the way you see the world is objectively true. Right. So you're like, well, the, you. that's the thing. People don't even think about it. They don't even think that they have a way that they see the world. They just believe they're seeing the world accurately. And so from my accurate viewpoint of seeing the world this way, your behavior is crazy. That's how it feels. Now, if you come at somebody like that who does not see the world the same way you do, but equally feels that they recognize the truth of the world and the way that things should be, and in that view of what they recognize as the truth, acting the way they're acting is the only logical way. So now you have two people who each think the only way to view the world is the way that I view it, and the false belief that the other person obviously understands that. And so they are flagrantly acting crazy. And so now you're both colliding, like what is happening? How on earth could they ask me to stop this? Why are you bringing it up? So I'm going to approach the situation knowing it's real that it bothers me. And the only thing that will make it bother me more is if I can't talk about it. Mm -hmm. And this is what we always tell our team, AKA our employees, is it's inevitable that we're gonna have some sort of collision. The only thing that will make it worse is if you feel like because I'm the boss, the boss, that you can't say something. If I say something that upsets you, I expect you to tell me, right? And that alleviates mm. already some of the pressure. So I'm feeling this thing. I recognize that I don't have some like uh, monopoly on truth in the way the world really is. So I'm going to approach it knowing that I need to be able to say something. That we need to have an agreement that you're going to be receptive to that, which is going to be the tricky part for people because they won't have laid that groundwork. But I need to be able to say it. But I'm going to say it in a way that puts myself in your shoes. I want to understand it from your perspective. And once you under, like, can I use a real example from our marriage? Yeah. Okay.
1: This is relationship theory.
0: Oh, my God. This would be very powerful. And this was a breakthrough in our marriage, which I keep telling people and I never get the reaction in their eyes, I can tell it didn't land for them. And maybe they just came to this realization much faster. I wear headphones a lot. And the reason that I wear headphones is because I value efficiency. So as I move through the world of what I'm trying to build in our business, I need to make sure that I can make use of every little spare moment, what I call transitional moments. I'm cooking, I'm walking, I'm peeing, whatever. I always have headphones on so I can be learning something.
1: And just to emphasize what you really mean, I know you kind of said, but he actually means he's getting up to pee. Before you get up, you put your headphones on. You
0: Well, that implies I didn't already have my headphones on, which is almost certainly true. But let's say we're hanging out, we're having dinner or something. You
1: get up to pee, immediately you get your headphones, put them on. And I'm literally, it's its 45 seconds. Like, yeah. And you're like, yeah, but that's 45 seconds I could be learning. And if
0: you've pre-selected the thing, which of course I have, it's literally in, exactly. on. And so maybe seven seconds of that you lost to putting things on. So anyway, you finally made me realize that 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 makes you feel like you hit some sort of invisible barrier when you see me and you just want to make a silly little comment. So from my side, hey, the world is this way and it's all true and all of that. I'm like, every moment matters. This is Monday through Friday. This is deep efficiency time for me. She knows what I'm trying to build. She knows how much energy it takes. She knows how critical it is to optimize every second of the workday. And yet here she is trying to get my attention. So I take my headphones out, assuming, oh my God, this is going to be really important and then you're like dude it's so crazy when she's doing my braids today and i'm like what the fuck is happening right now like you actually interrupted my like obsession with efficiency to tell me about like something funny that happened while you're getting your braids and i'm like it so violates everything like that i believe about the universe but then when i take it from your perspective of one to have your loved one's attention, just it matters. It matters at a profound, deep limbic level, which gets into like the female desire to be seen in a way that's even beyond, because males of course want to be seen as well. But there's another layer which is beyond the topic of this conversation. Um, And so as I began to understand, oh my God, like this the want to be seen connected desired all of that for you is very different than it is for me even though there are some similarities that are important and that you don't have that same sense of like every minute has to be efficient in fact you have a totally different one which is serendipity we're bumping into each other i didn't expect to come around the corner and see you oh my god my favorite person here you are and
1: And let me tell you about my nail that just chipped
0: right (laughs) and so if i come at you and i'm like what the fuck? You know, like, Mm. this is so inefficient. What are you doing? Even just making that face as I take the headphones off, it just breaks some part of you. And it makes you feel detached and disconnected. Now, when I steelman your argument, and I look at the world from your perspective, I'm like, oh my God, I totally get it. So I'm not going to come at you hard, but it is real for me. Mm. Like, being efficient matters to me. And just as your like serendipity matters to you we need to both really acknowledge this and find a way to navigate that moment so maybe for me it isn't i don't take my headphones off but i greet you warmly and i hug you and kiss and i'm still learning but like i have that moment or maybe it's no the the weight of these is different And I don't want her to feel like she hits an invisible force field. So I'm going to take my headphones, which I do now. And I greet you warmly because I recognize that while this is important to me, it's bigger for you. Anyway, to wrap this back with how you approach it, all of that, like I didn't come into this saying, I am right. You were wrong. I came into this saying, hey, this really does bother me, but I want to know what's on the other side of this. And then you tell me what's on the other side of it. And then I can be like, okay, wow total breakthrough. I didn't realize that's what this experience was like for you. Now I can do the real work of we're not at the T, right? We're not at the headphones or the braid story. We're a layer deeper. And now I know, okay, cool. That's what this moment is for you. This is what it is for me. Now what's sort of the amplitude of importance? And then we can decide how we're going to navigate it. If you do that, you can help disarm because you really are coming at this. Like you're actually trying to figure out. It's not like, you're buying yourself time to be like times that i have to ask and then i can just finally put this put a stop to this Mm -hmm. like you're really trying to figure the other person out
1: yeah and when me and you spoke about that about the headphones thing you explained why it was so important to you and i explained that i don't feel like i you know have have your attention like oh but if you actually need my attention we'll just carve out the time and i'm like but it's not i don't have anything to actually say so it's because you're like oh if you've got something to say then just let me know but it's not that it's the the silliness of oh my god you've got just happened with my hair um it allows me to feel connected to you and even though there's not a, a way of explaining why that is important to me like I'm not sure how to even say those words but I can say it actually is meaningful to me and so because me and you have such an open relationship where we can hear each other and say those things it's like oh okay it's important to you this is important to me too and so you know you're listening you're learning so I can hear from your perspective because for mine it just seemed like Oh, you're just not interested in talking to me. Oh, you're just not interested Oh, is your book, your book's more important than me. It's mm. not that is to that dramatic, right? It doesn't. I don't feel heightened like that. But if I can put my thoughts into words, it seems it feels like that. Where it's like, oh, well, you don't even want to, you know, say good morning. You don't even hear me say good morning. But to you, it's just a different frame of reference. It's like going to bed. So can I tell another story with Sorry? your your tape? So mm. you had heard that you would be able to sleep better with tape over your mouth. So you started doing. It really works, by the way. Which is amazing. But you started putting the tape over your mouth. And so what would happen is you will you always work up until bed. So you would brush your teeth with your headphones on. You would get into bed. You would tape your mouth and then you would take your headphones out. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't even freaking hear. Like I say I love you, and then I go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, back, which is I love you too. Um, and that started to bother me. Now for you, it doesn't, you didn't even it didn't even dawn on you. But because we've had a relationship and we've built a relationship where I need to, As a promise, I have to speak up. I have to say that this is bothering me. And as a promise, you need to hear me. But then we have to have that debate and the discussion about why it's important to you and why it's important to me. And now it's just like, babe, I really do want to hear you say I love you. You know, good night. Because God forbid you didn't wake up the next day. The last time maybe I heard you say I love me was a month ago when you weren't taping your mouth. So it's just, it's it's important to me. I want to go to bed every night hearing you say those words. And you were very receptive and so like of course babe if this is important to you like absolutely so now every time you go to you know tape your mouth you like stop you pause and lean over, you're like, Let me, baby, and then you put it on mm-hmm. so now we both have just a great way of handling night times where if i didn't say anything i would have got more and more frustrated or if i just thrown shade at you or you'd thrown shade at me it's like oh for heaven's sake like why is it not good enough for me that i just ha- m- you know mumble it or why is it not good enough we just respect each other
0: facts facts and getting to understand so right now it's very en vogue to take the sort of presupposition that men and women are the same and that there are no inherent differences and I think that leads to crazy making because it's you're just going to eternally be confused Mm -hmm. so not only are there individual differences between everybody Mm -hmm. but now you also have like just sort of baseline differences now obviously the sexes have way more in common than they have um you know that are out of sync but understanding the parts where it's like oh by default this is sort of your natural approach and by default this is mine okay that creates these areas of friction and that i think is really really important for people to hunger for to Mm -hmm. understand better and to know nobody's trapped by the sort of you know broad strokes of what is stereotypically true but it's really helpful to understand like, okay, now I understand. For instance, never, ever, ever in a million years would I um, do a little wiggle dance to get your attention. It wouldn't <laughs> even occur to me. But you'll do that to me. And once I finally understood what that was, I was like, oh my God. Like I, I now, I fully understand what that is. Like you want my attention and you like the way that it feels for me obviously this is in a safe loving relationship but within that context you like to you know be found attractive Mm -hmm. and because that doesn't make my radar like I like to be found powerful that fucking stokes me out. If you came in like, oh my God, your muscles, right? Then I'm just like total putty in your hands. And so recognizing those things is extraordinarily useful. So approaching each other on that, just recognizing, mm-hmm. okay, there's probably just a, a slight shift to the left or to the right in terms of how they perceive this moment. And so I'm going to come in open wanting to understand. Mm-hmm. And that is how you pull this off ultimately is Understanding, wanting to understand and approaching it with that sincere desire is how you call out behavior you don't want to see more of, but doing it in a way that is coming from a place of wanting first to understand. And then you can negotiate.
1: And then it brings you together.
0: And then it brings you together. And speaking of things that bring you together, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. And until next time, my friends, build a beautiful relationship. Peace out. (laughs)